Good morning, everybody. It's David Varen again with another episode of Percussion Beginnings. So we have finished our season on marching snare drum. We've done just a lot of things that kind of look into the basics of the marching snare drum, just how to get started and what you can think about. We might return there, maybe just to look at solos and even some literature, and maybe some things to consider as an educator, but right now we're sticking with the basics just for people who may just kind of need to know about the ins and outs of maybe considering being a percussion major. So we've started off with marching snare drum, and so now we are going to be getting into concert snare drum. Now I'm excited for a different reason because I believe that concert snare drum is one of those areas that's kind of overlooked in HBCU circles. Um, Marching band is king, marching snare drum is king, (laughs) and then after that, it's just things. Um, I haven't really looked at percussion programs in HBCUs over the past decade, but I know that when I was in college, it just really wasn't reverenced to develop a full-fledged, well-rounded percussionist and making sure that everyone is exposed to proper literature on this instrument, this instrument, this instrument, and here's what you can do as a professional. It's just, okay, marching snare drum, throw in some mallets here and there, and that's about it. Hopefully it has changed, but if not, I would love to get an opportunity to be a percussion instructor at an HBCU and build a solid percussion program. That would be wonderful. So as far as the differences or things that make concert snare drum what it is, the first thing I have to say is the depth of the instrument. So the diameter stays about the same as the marching with 14 inches around for the drum head. However, the depth is considerably smaller, whereas um, you'll get a pretty, really um, deep marching drum, unless it's, unless it's indoor, but typical outdoor marching drum is pretty deep. But the concert snare drum is typically five inches deep. And so the main reason with that is because, again, with concert snare drum, you will be primarily playing on the inside. And so we do not want anything to drown out the balance of the winds and the strings. And so that's why that's a really, really big important thing. Secondly, the sticks are considerably different. So you still have, you know, your different brands, Vic Firth, Promark, and things like that. However, concert sticks will be very thin compared to marching snare drum sticks. They, they will vary in, um, in density, um, but the whole idea between, or sorry, the whole idea behind concert snare drum is how light can you be and how finessed can you play, which gets into the technique that I use to teach concert snare drum. Now with marching snare drum, the fulcrum primarily is between the thumb and the index finger, and that's kind of where it stays, and that's where it kind of, even if it travels, that's where it always returns. Whereas with um, concert snare drum, and concert playing in general, whether it's mallets or with timpani, 
I teach that the fulcrum is all in the middle finger. I remember for years I would play with the same kind of fulcrum and I would wonder why am I not getting the sound that I'm hearing on recordings from professionals? Why am I not getting the same sound that I'm hearing when I'm seeing things on YouTube or all these other guys that are, that are at these other schools? And I was actually playing My Fair Lady and I was just, um, I was experimenting on timpani. I was so uh, My Fair Lady the musical and I was experimenting on timpani and then I just said, okay, what happens if I do this? And it was all of a sudden, it felt perfect. And the tone was pure. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I figured it out. And then I said, okay, well, let me go to snare drum and see what happens if I do that. Same thing. And then of course I went to the xylophone, the exact same thing. And so it was well over a decade after I finished and I just finally had the revelation, oh my goodness, I know how to play concert percussion. All I need to do, do now is perfect this technique, and ever since then I've been playing that way and I've been teaching that way. So the uh, middle finger and the thumb are really the only two fingers that I primarily always have on the stick. Now the index finger, it can float or it can rest on the stick, but for the most part, the back two fingers just float. Uh, I don't let them stick out, of course, but uh, I let them float to where it looks like they're touching the stick, but they're really not. And uh, I'm sure there's somebody who's been playing longer than I have that can probably give an argument as far as why that's not a good thing to do and how the back fingers can and should be used with certain other things. At this point, I'm super happy with my sound. I'd love to just, you know, have discussions with that person. But uh, at this point, like I said, um, this is what I've used that's given me success in achieving a professional smooth snare drum sound in symphonic percussion. Um, and I I have not been happier with the results that, that have been happening. So, um, what I would say is that you should return to your original exercises that you had with marching band and do eight on the hand all the time. Do sixteenths all the time. However, now do it with this new technique. You are not throwing the stick down the same way that you are with marching percussion. You're actually letting it drop. You're letting grav <coughs> excuse me, you're letting gravity do most of the work. And you're not upstroking it all the way, you're still letting it bounce, but you're just really letting the tone of the stick be pure, and you're just guiding the stick with your hands. And so, and, um, so what I do when I teach a beginner, not a full-fledged beginner, because I think this is a little bit more advanced, but um, a beginner when they're starting to get serious with concert uh, snare drum, is I have them to totally relax their arm and I actually hold their arm up and I tell them that if I feel tension in their arms, then they're, they're not doing it right. And so I wiggle their arm to where it just kind of feels like jello and then I drop their arm. And usually the first time it doesn't go down because they're still holding it up and I say, okay, well, you're, you're, still, you're still too tense. And so we do it a couple times, we have a good laugh. And then finally they reach the level of relaxation to where if I, 
take my hands away from their arm, it drops and gravity does it. And I say, that's how loose you need to be. That's how relaxed you should be. And so we do that with both arms. And then I put the stick in and I say, okay, now you're letting it drop and you're controlling the drop with your fulcrum, which is your middle finger and thumb, and you're guiding it with your, uh, with your, um, in, with your index finger. So now that's a new way to control the stick that is the opposite of what you're doing with marching snare. And so this is why percussionists have to practice so much is because there are different techniques for different instruments. You're practically a brand new beginner on this new instrument that you're playing because there is a right and a wrong way to approach it. So um, that's the main thing. And then also once uh, singles, I believe, are king when it comes to uh, starting off on um, on concert percussion. You will be playing lots and lots of singles, so your hands must sound the exact same. And that's another reason why that 16th note exercise that you already know from marching uh, snare drum really is important. Um, and we can go over like stick control, the George Lawrence Stone book and everything, but just as getting started, that's important. The next thing that you have to have a good control on is your buzz or your multiple bounce stroke roll uh, because you have to be able to have a very good even sounding buzz roll. Now there are different kinds that you can get and it's all about fulcrum pressure. The more pressure you put on the stick with your fulcrum, the more small bounces you're going to get and it's going to sound very fine. But the more you release your pressure on the fulcrum, the more um, space will be between the bounces and you'll get a grainy sound. So it's just all about finding what it is that you like. So we're at the 10 minute mark. I really enjoyed this. I hope that you learned something with this. I hope that you now are a little bit more inspired to get started with those concert snare drum pieces that you have, where maybe you're in a concert band and you're playing the snare drum part. And you can kind of say, okay, we'll have a lot of singles. So let me try doing it this way. So until next time, Happy practicing.